What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Jordan Richards, back again for another episode. I know it's been a while. I know it's been a while since the Real Life Podcast has been going, but I've been telling you guys, I've been a little bit busy. It's, it's not always easy to be me, you know? As much as I preach that I don't do a lot, I think a lot, and that's one of my biggest problems, is that I'm always thinking about kind of what's next, what I want to do, and so it doesn't make doing this always easy, although, although... I've been telling y'all, I'm going to be a realtor soon, and I passed all my tests, passed all my exams, thank God. Um, that was weighing on me, I think, more than I realized at the time. Um, the more I've talked to people about it since I've been done, I've been saying how it definitely feel like there, feels like there's a weight off my shoulders, which is kind of weird because at the time, I didn't really feel that way. I felt like I was just procrastinating, and maybe procrastinating for the sake of being unsure being a little bit worried about the exam results, not wanting to write the tests, not feeling I'm ready, ill-prepared, etc. Uh, much like a lot of people do when they have tests to write or any type of, you know, anxiety for, uh, towards those types of things. I just didn't realize it, you know. And so for me, the crazy part was now I'm done. Um, but the reality has kind of set in that I never really prepared for this moment. The main reason why is that I do have some connections in the industry. So I have some people who are going to help me out. But at the same time, I wasn't proactive with that, and so now it's, I'm done, cool, I took about the last week or so to just chill, um, I knew I had to wait wait some time anyways, because um, I'm waiting for my buddy to get some things settled in his life, and then we're gonna figure it out in a little bit, but for the most part, I've just been relaxing and, and being glad I'm done, but uh, the biggest thing now is like networking and meeting people and making connections and starting a database, like all these things that I should have been doing while I've been procrastinating and not studying and whatever. Uh, I'm supposed to be doing those things now. And not that I'm not. I'm, it's just now it's like the reality of, oh, yeah, like, Jordan, I know that you're a terrible networker, but, like, figure it out because that's going to be <laughs> fundamental to your future success. Uh, that's a little bit daunting. But I think the good thing for me is that I'm a, a good talker. Like, I don't think I have problems talking to people. I just don't. And it's kind of a personality trait, personality disorder, however you want to call it, talk about it, whatever. It's just kind of the way I am. I'm not the biggest talker when it comes to just like putting information out there, putting myself out there. Um, if I see someone on the street, I'm probably not going to talk to them. I'll just mind my business. And I think it's just because I don't want to be bothered either. So I think that other people don't want to be bothered. Maybe that's the wrong approach because of course, approach is everything. How do you approach someone? How do you try and make that connection? There's a lot of ways to do that. You don't have to be pushy. Like I've tell people when I used to work in sales, I'm not overly salesy. I don't feel like I'm a great convincer when it comes to those kinds of things. But what I will sell more so than the service of whatever it is I'm selling or the product I'm selling is I will sell myself. I will sell myself to you. And that's one of the things that I will do in real estate is I'll be selling myself my services, my communication skills, my abilities, all these different things. That That's ultimately what people are going to be buying. And that's why people choose a realtor in the first place. You have to believe in that person to sell your home, do right by you, um, act in your best interest. All these things that I've been learning for like the past year and a half or whatever. They're almost ingrained in my brain at this point because of how many times I had to repeat them. But it's just that's kind of how I've always been. Um, I'm, I think I'm a great communicator. I think that that's something that I do a lot better than most is that I'm not afraid to communicate, you know, any hours of the day. I'm uh, on all the time. That's just kind of the nature of how I am. 
both in like my business life and just like my personal life. I'm always available for anybody, whoever, whenever time. I'm not really picky about that kind of stuff. I don't really take time for myself all the time when I should, but I do need to get better at that. Just like prioritizing task management and then just building out this database of people. That's like my next big project is that I have for so long been like independent in regards to my work, um, my social life, like all these things. I don't have a big sphere of influence. I don't have a big circle. But the good thing is that I do know people who have a big circle, have a big sphere of influence. And those are the people that I want to talk to, connect with, network with to ultimately make mine bigger. And, and But more importantly, figure out what are the things that they did? Um, what are the things they see in me that work well? What are some of the things they see in me that don't work or need to change? And then how are some of the ways that they built their network up so where it's, you know, your business is basically working for you. From there, it's just relationship management, which I've admitted on this podcast, I am not the best at, but I can always improve in that regard. And I think once those relationships are formed, that's on me to then manage them, massage them, get those leads down the line and not just focus on what's ahead of me directly. And that's where like, even with real estate, it's, it is a quote unquote long-term plan. Like I'm not necessarily going to be successful in my first three months, two months, whatever. Uh, it may take me six months to get going and I'm fully prepared to do that. Uh, I kind of expected that. Like the plan was always to kind of get my feet wet, learn how to make a few deals. If I get a few deals, awesome. Um, I'm hoping to obviously, but you never know. And kind of what's going to happen. The market is kind of high, kind of came down. It's somewhat settled, but we don't really know if it's going to come down any further. At least for us, things are opening up again. So in theory, should be more active, should be more people out shopping, but we don't know with interest rates, they could start going up now that things are getting better. And that may cause people to not want to buy houses as much. But I think in general sense, it's going to keep staying pretty steady, uh, should have a pretty hot summer. And then from there, you know, it's working into the winter. How do I manage all that? Figuring out kind of what it is I want to do. And then I think the main goal is just for 2022 to feel a lot better about where I'm at, have a good network of people, have an influx of leads, be busy a little bit more and just being able to work steadily without having to worry about kind of what's coming up. And that's just kind of like my short term, I guess, not necessarily short term, medium term, however you define your goals um, for myself. And so that's where I have to kind of lean on these people, learn from these people over the next six months, how to be a good real estate agent, right? And how to be better and I think, like I said, I do great job at communicating with people and I'm honest and honest to a fault with people most of the time, but I think that will work in my favor. And then as well, just being able to say the right things, um, not misconstrued information, uh, say things that will work in favor of me as well and not just my clients because you do have to say things the right way, whether it's good news or bad news. You don't want to say something that can be misleading. And again, these are all just tools of the trade that I'm going to learn from the people that are going to be mentoring me through this process. But I have to admit, it's... Uh, it's a little bit scarier than I hoped. I wouldn't say I'm scared financially. I think, like I've mentioned before, I kind of just always figure these things out and I think everything will fall into place. And even beyond real estate, I have a few income streams that are going to be just fine and probably doing even better in the, in the short term. So I should be okay from that respect. Um, but definitely, it's still a little bit interesting. And, I, and I'm definitely trying to see kind of how to best practice it. But I think if there's one thing I am more than anything, it's I'm excited. You know, I'm excited for what is coming for me because the last three years I've just been, for lack of a better word, stagnant and not really going direction that felt good. Um, I feel a lot better about this. And while it wasn't necessarily my first choice, it wasn't necessarily what I saw myself doing. Um, I kind of got convinced to do it. But the more people I talk to and uh, the more people that 
I told about being in real estate, I think the more people started to see that it would be a good fit for me and they encouraged me, you know, like there wasn't anyone that was saying, oh, well, that's going to be really hard and I'm not sure and maybe it doesn't seem like it'd be a good fit for you. Um, Most people said they thought I'd be pretty good at it. And I think, you know, having a pretty decent knowledge of homes in general makes me a little bit, I don't want to say qualified, but it definitely gives me a leg up on certain people because there will be people out there who are doing it for the money where I don't, I am doing it for money, but I don't really care if it's, you know, a $500,000 house or a million dollar house. Like I just, I think that I want to work with the right people. Like I mentioned on here that I want to work with the right people and I want it to be a good fit for everyone to make the process easy and so everyone leaves with a good experience, you know, like there are a lot of people out there who aren't the best real estate agents and they kind of shady and they don't practice in the right ways and it works for them. You know, that's how they want to be, but that's just not the person I am. And I think that was where I struggled at my last job was that I had to balance how I wanted to be and how the business was in some respects. Um, not that we were a shady business, but definitely I didn't feel like I was in control I could tell someone that I'm going to do everything I can to make them, you know, feel comfortable and, you know, like absolutely everything I can do. But at the end of the day, uh, we were doing renovations and I wasn't performing the renovations. So they can trust me all they want. But if something goes wrong and they call me, I can't fix it. And that was always really difficult for me. Again, I'm an independent person. And so I kind of want everything to be on my plate. And with real estate, of course, I'm still going to have to rely on people, whether it's inspectors, maybe some contractors, whatever. But I think that I will be more in control than I was previously. And so when I tell a client, like, I'm going to do everything I can. Um, If you need anything, just call. I'll know the people to call. I'll figure out the brokers if I have to do that kind of stuff. Talk to the lawyers, all these things. Um, Get these things rolling because that's my job. right? That's what I get paid to do. But in the renovation industry, it was difficult because... I can't always push in certain ways and, you know, I can't get someone to drive out to go see this person. Like, it's just, it doesn't really work that way. Um, Or at least it didn't really work that way, not all the time. And so it was just difficult for me, right, to be kind of the face and customer service person, but really not be able to solve as many problems as I would have liked, um, simply because that's just how it was. And my boss would only do so much. And if he didn't answer his phone, they would call me. But now people are going to call me anyways. And it'll be my job to fix it. And I'm kind of excited about it. I think it's going to be a lot of fun. Um, I think it'll be a lot of a lot to learn as well. Uh, Like, I'm a pretty numbers driven person. And so I think that whether it's focusing mostly on investment properties, that could be a strength of mine, because I can just run the numbers and people can kind of see where their options, it's a very straightforward process doesn't need to be super complicated. Um, And then if there's people who want to kind of buy off emotion and all those kind of things. I think I read people well, and it's just a good way to build that business, right? But kind of back to the original point is how do we network? How do we build this business so it's self-sustaining? Because at least in my experience so far, the biggest thing, right, is just talking to people, having conversations with people. And I um, actually commented on someone's tweet the other day, and he was talking about how, like, what's something you can do to do more in the fantasy industry or whatever. Um, And my biggest thing was have a phone conversation with someone, like actually talk to someone on the phone, see them in person, you know, whatever it is. Uh, Because if you just are in someone's DMs or texting or whatever, you can foster a relationship. But until you actually call that person, 
it it's just not quite the same connection, at least not for me personally. And that's just like my own personal beliefs. And once you actually speak to someone, call them, see them in person, it just makes a big difference. Like perfect example, this past Friday, I had someone at like 1230 at night, just like DM me on Twitter saying, Hey, Jordan, I want to talk to you. Um, can we talk tomorrow? Or if you're not free tomorrow, I'm going to be back from vacation on Tuesday and we can talk them. And so I had to edit the video. So I was up like till four in the morning or something. And I told them I got to edit this video. And then if it gets released early enough, um, I'll let you know and we can talk for sure. I ended up barely finishing on time. And I think I messaged him at like 1.30 and he was free till two. But he's like, yeah, just call me. And so I called him and we, I, I want to say we talked for like an hour or an hour and a half. And it was just crazy because like this is someone I've never talked to, someone I've never really even interacted with that much. And we had like a solid hour long conversation. Like I can, I can say that this dude, uh, Jordan Vanek, good dude, smart dude, knows a lot about football, was a former engineer. Like he talked about himself a bit. I talked about myself. We kind of shared stories about uh, different things. And it's just, it was really cool to see. And while this isn't real estate related in any way, dude lives in Florida. He can't really help me out, but um, it's one of those things that Next time I want to I want to talk about DFS or I want to talk about data science or whatever it is because he's he's very big into data and he's like a super data driven guy. I can just reach out to him now. I can call him, text him, whatever. Um, that's a new connection I have, you know, kind of for life in some ways. And I think that if I apply the same principles or if you apply the same principles to whatever your field is, that's how you're going to get a lot farther. It's not easy to slide into someone's DMs or ask someone for help or reach out to have a conversation. But it's also easy as long as you're willing to accept they may not respond. As long as you can accept that they may not respond, they may not reach out to you, they may just ignore you, then what's stopping you, right? If you have that ability to reach out to them to say, hey, I want to have a conversation with you. Is that cool? Do you have time? Whatever. Um, then awesome. If they don't want to do that, then they don't want to do that. And that's, that's, that's fine. Another perfect example I've been um, trying to connect with this one guy who does real estate photography. I, I was put in contact with him um, because he's good. I've seen his work and uh, I wanted to reach out to him to hopefully try and work with him, uh, potentially him teach me some stuff, maybe even do some photography for, photography for me if I don't have time, whatever, because I don't have all the gear right now. I think I reached out to him in April. He said, oh, give me like a month. Okay, cool. Reach out to him again. Okay, I, can you wait till like June? Uh, okay, reach out to him again. No response all right, no problem. Like I tried three times. That's it. You know, like if, if that's just how you are, no problem. Um, now I'm a bit more spiteful in that sense. And that if he reached out to me now, I probably wouldn't respond. Or if he wanted to work with me, I probably wouldn't because it's like, well, dude, you had all these chances. You didn't want to believe in me. You didn't want to work with me, whatever. Um, that's fine. That's your choice, but don't come back at me now and be like, Hey, you know, I was wrong. I'm sorry. I was busy. Like, that's just not my mentality personally. Um, that's not the kind of person I am. Uh, I'm always of the belief that if you want to make time, you can. Uh, I don't believe that anyone is too busy to have a conversation. And that's why I always try when people reach out to me to have those conversations with people because I know that, you know, people are busy, but nobody, in my opinion, is that busy. So if you want to have that conversation, you can. If you don't, again, up to you. But back on the flip side, if you are reaching out to people, and they do want to respond, and they do want to help you out, or they just say, hey, no, sorry, I don't have time, no problem, right? You can reach out to them again, and if, like me, you eventually get fed up, then no problem as well. I've had people ask me to be on podcasts, 
and I say, I'm really sorry. Um, can we do it in a month? And I've had to delay it a few times, but you know, eventually when I start, when my guilt sets in and I start to feel bad, I say, you know what, let's do this date for sure. I'll make it work, whatever you need. Um, I'm sorry it's taken so long. And then even still, I had to apologize to this guy multiple times. I was like, Hey, I'm sorry. Um, I was really busy with real estate stuff. I didn't mean to delay it so much. Uh, I genuinely feel bad. Thank you for having me on, you know, all that kind of stuff. Because again, at the end of the day, if you want to make time and you're willing to make time, you will make time. And if you are sincere and apologetic about having to be busy and delaying or whatever, you will do all those things um, like I had to do. But that's not always going to be the case. And not everyone's always going to want to help you out. But if you just reach out, you're going to be okay. You're going to be fine. If they say no or they don't respond, don't get upset with them. Don't do anything. Just let it be and reach out to someone else because there's all these people in the world. Like there's even a bunch of agents I want to reach out to. There's a bunch of real estate photographers I want to reach out to. There's a bunch of other people I want to reach out to. Mortgage brokers is kind of another field I have to tap into. Lawyers, accountants, all these things, right? Just building that sphere of influence for my business and with any business, there'll be ways for you to build that ideal clientele that will feed you multiple leads or feed you multiple potential leads because they have a big sphere of influence as well, right? And it's, it's making that web larger and larger and larger. Me, as someone who has a small influence right now, a small web of people, but people that honestly I think are like really, really close to me, which I appreciate. Um, and then as my experience gets better and better, I can maybe start working these people with these people more because while I'm still new, I don't really necessarily want to work with people that are close to me early on because that trust factor is there from a friendship standpoint, but not from a business standpoint. And I completely understand that. And I wouldn't want to fracture a relationship because, you know, I made a stupid mistake that I wouldn't make if I was more experienced, right? With someone who I don't know, if something bad happens, you know, you cut ties, you move on with your life. I can live with that for a friend, relative, whatever. It's a different story, right? So you have to be careful with things like that. Working with people that you know is not always ideal. I don't love to do it, um, but I definitely wouldn't shy away from it if the time comes. And I think in due time, eventually that time will come and I'll feel more comfortable with it. But in my own personal experience, it just doesn't really work out. I've seen instances where it can work out for me. Um, I've seen instances where it hasn't worked out for me or for other people. It's just kind of the nature of the beast and the problem in general with networking and working with people that you know. Uh, you do have to be very careful with it. It's not always going to be an easy process. But if you just, you know, you have a good relationship with the person, you have frank conversations, uh, it doesn't have to be bad all the time. But it's not always going to be easy. And that's just kind of how it goes. It's, it's big money business, especially in real estate, especially where I live. Um, people spend a lot of money, a lot of time on these homes and are very emotionally invested. And you have to understand that and kind of act accordingly. That's where just being calm, being diligent, working hard is the best way to succeed in a lot of ways. And then as you get better and better, you're just going to become more and more confident. And I think for me, that's the two things that are going to build my career is, you know, just staying confident, staying motivated, and ultimately networking with more people and just reaching out and, you know, not being afraid to be rejected, even though that's a big fear of mine. I don't like it, but um, it doesn't have to be personal. It doesn't have to be a big deal, uh, especially depending on who you're reaching out to. Like if they're someone really big, then, you know, you should expect to probably not get resp get a response, but you never know, right? And it doesn't hurt to ask. It never hurts to have a conversation. And uh, that for me is something I want to do more, especially this these coming weeks. I should have some time while I'm still trying to get registered 
still kind of learning the ropes, the basics. Uh, I need to start having these conversations, meeting people, and ultimately interacting with them more and more. Then in due time, right, it's going to be easy for me to just slowly build out the business. And I think the other thing, obviously, is marketing. Uh, that's that's going to be coming from me. But that, that for me is kind of easy. You know, I'll just find five or six Instagram accounts that do a really good job and just copy all the things they do well and I'll be fine because that's just what I do. But um, it's it's one of those things that I don't know exactly where I'm headed, but I think that's what excites me in a lot of ways is I haven't been the biggest networker. I haven't been a super salesy guy, but this is the person I have to become if I'm going to be successful. I'm going to have to be a better salesman. I'm going to have to be a better networker. I'm going to have to be better in a lot of ways if I'm going to ultimately get to where I want to go to make the kind of money I want to make to have the life I want to live. Um, I'm going to have to learn all this and just become better at it in general, be more diligent, manage my time better, meet people frequently, you know, all these small little things that seem inconsequential, but ultimately can lead to future success for me and uh, future success for, you know, whatever business you're in, like even in the business I'm in now, doing fantasy football stuff and making videos, whatever. Uh, the more people I know, the more people know my work, the more people that see my stuff, the more people that see this podcast. It all ties into one. It all ties into one. And um, ultimately, I'm just kind of marketing myself to eventually become one business. And I've talked about this before and how I don't always love the idea of having a company. Um, if I'm going to be a business, the business will be me, like Jordan Richards, my name. Uh, I have a few names for the photography business and, you know, all these different things. But ultimately, you know, it's all going to be under my name. Um, if I'm going to put something on it, it's going to be my name on it, my signature, you know, my f touch, my flair, whatever it is. Um, that's just kind of how I've always seen it. And that's partially influenced by other creatives and, and things that I've seen from other people. But I don't know. I just love the idea of everything I do. Like I want it, my name on it. And that's just kind of how it is. You know, I think it's, it's really empowering to be the face of everything that you do um, and know that you're putting your name on it. So it's not like you're hiding behind a company name. It's you, you're front facing, you believe in it, you're doing it. You're going to make it happen. You're going to make it a, a success. You're going to make it a failure. You can have people with you along the way, but ultimately that name, that brand, that entity is you. And I don't know, there's something about that that's just, I've always loved and I've always admired from people who start their own brands, businesses, and it's really just revolved around them. And so whether I'm doing photography, whether I'm doing real estate, whether I'm, you know, doing videography or editing videos or whatever it is, um, if, if you're on my website, you may see a whole bunch of stuff, but that's because that's me, the brand, not just one thing or two things or three things. I could have three, four or five websites about all the different things that I do. Like for this podcast, for instance, if it needs its own website, I don't know. I just, I'm not really interested in that. I'd rather have one with everything that I do, because if someone's ever looking for me, they're going to find all of me, all different things I do. It's not just some of the things I do with that, man. I think that's it. I think that I've talked a lot about networking and some of the things that I'm trying to do. I think that there's a lot that we can all learn from the power of just networking and having a large network in general it can help you a lot. And it's something that I've neglected. Um, it's something that I need to get better at, but it's something I'm working on. And I highly encourage you all to consider doing the same. Um, if you have a small network or a small circle, see what you can do about it. Reach out to people, have conversations on the phone, in person, if you can, on FaceTime, you know, Google Meet, see that person 
in real life, it, it makes a big difference. And, and maybe you don't think it makes a big difference. It does. It makes a big difference to put a name to a face, to have that conversation, to make that somewhat physical connection, right? It's, it is big and uh, it makes your bond stronger. It makes asking for help easier. It makes reaching out to that person later easier. It makes them able to reach out to you easier. And uh, if you're just a good person, easy flowing conversation, no expectations like I've always talked about, have those candid conversations, reach out to people, pick their brain for advice, and you're going to be a lot better for it. And your business will be a lot better as well. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Real Life Podcast. I am your host, Jordan Richards. Please rate, review, and subscribe to the podcast if you're not already. And thank you so much for listening. And I will see you guys next week for sure. I'll have another episode next week. And I'll probably be talking about some of the things I did this week. Um, I'm going to be doing some networking. I'll probably be doing some more video stuff. And then we'll see what else I get into. But either way, thank you guys for listening. And I'll see you guys next week. All right. Peace. Peace.